Good evening and Shavua Tov, everybody, and welcome back to Havdalah Happy Hour here on the Bethel Podcast Network. I'm joined by Jeremy. Hi, everyone. Shavua, I fell asleep. Sorry. <laughs> and Jill. Hi, everyone. We are back here to talk about the past week we've had and just, you know. Great to be back. Checking in. It is good to be back, although I think Jill was the only one of us who was actually away. <laughs> yes, you were. You just got back from the beach or yes. a couple days ago, right? Yes. We went last weekend, David and I went to Bethany. How was that? It was great. We ate too much. We drank too much. We shopped too much. And we had the best time. And I have no regrets. Beach weather? How was yeah, the water? It was, the water was not touched, but... <laughs> However, why not, Jill? Because it, it was, was like forty degrees. No, outside. it was sixty, sixty-five degrees. It oh, was. Oh, I forgot beautiful. about that. It was beautiful. We had a really good time. The it, weather was could not have been better. It's such a tease. I feel like in the mm-hmm. middle of the winter, we're on the East Coast. For those of you who are not familiar with where we are, just outside of Baltimore. And when we get these weekends where it's like 50, 60 degrees, then fast forward like three days, I take the dog out at five o'clock in the morning and I can't breathe. It's so cold. And it hurts your lungs. That was your choice for getting a dog. Mm -hmm. Talk to my wife. (laughs) No, I don't think I will. (laughs) So the beach was good. It was great. We had a really good time. It was nice to be away for a few days. Yeah. What shul do you attend up there, Jill? I I found my own way to be introspective and pray. It was, it was, I missed you on Shabbat. You know, we know, had a I very nice too. service on, on Saturday. I heard it was we amazing. had some uh, different stuff that we included, and it was really, it was very nice. I nice did energy. tune in. I, I did watch a bit on Facebook, and, you know, I saw it was just definitely a, an interactive service, and I had a little bit of FOMO not being there. Which Jill, I'm you probably, always have FOMO. I'm probably the only person who goes away for the weekend and has FOMO about not being in shul on have, Saturday have you, ever, have you ever False. considered having JOMO? Jill, Jill of missing joy, out. Joy, joy of, of missing out. out. Yes. I don't even know what, what does FOMO mean. Fear of Fear missing, of missing out. out. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, Jill has major FOMO all the time. I will watch services if I'm not able to come in on a Friday yeah. night. I do. It's not the same as being here, but no, right. never, never, no, definitely no. not. Mm-mm. Ben's just shaking his head over. But you know. it's better than nothing. Silence. <laughs> silence is death. And speaking of silence, <laughs> it's so weird not having five other people with us tonight while we do this. We have to recap. Actually, I'm getting hungry again. A <laughs> little bit hungry, a little bit nauseous, thinking about our brisket cook-off that we had last week, which, by the way... Yeah, congratulations, so Jill. Thank well, you. Well deserved. <laughs> it was really a fun It was so day. fun. It, it I had was, a good time. I mean, we're a week and a half out at, from that, and it was really fun. Yeah, it was nice. I'm just excited that I cooked the brisket and, well, I was oh. going to check that off your, your, uh, your list there. We won't take away your Jewish card. Check it. I, now, I did almost cause a fire, but, you know, I, I was able to cook a brisket. Small and, things, Jeremy. It wasn't a big yes. deal. But, no, that was a lot of fun. And if you missed it last week, go back. You can find us on the Bethel Podcast Network. It's on the website. It's also on YouTube. E- easy to find us wherever you go to download your favorite podcast. How was the Super Bowl? I mean, I was not thrilled with the outcome. Rigged. It was rigged. So I had no stake in the actual Super Bowl. And and I no even steak, Jeremy. Steak is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, no pizza either. I think we had like but we it was had, we had pizza. But you had a party, right? Did you I, have people? I, we, we hosted our very good friends, Kelly and Andy, and um we alternate every other year. Kelly hosts one year. I host the next year. We do the same thing for New Year's. We alternate. Whoever has New Year's, the other has Super Bowl. And Goyesha New Year. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Secular New Year. I was going to say New Year's was like four months ago. That's right, Jeremy. Yes. 50 Rashi points to you. We'll see you in Olam Haba. 
Um, and it was my turn to host, and it was just the four of us. And it was it was a really fun time. And we used plates from last year's Super Bowl because I was supposed to host last year, but my son Logan in college got COVID and came home. I felt guilty asking him to quarantine in this little teeny room. So he came home and quarantined at home, and they didn't want to come over, which sure totally understood. Don't, don't blame so him. So my Super Bowl was from – my plate said Arizona – and they had last year's numbers on them. <laughs> but I thought it was very resourceful. I didn't want to waste yeah, them. sure, why not? So were you rooting for Arizona? Yeah. Yes. No, it was in Arizona. Last year, the Chiefs won also. I could. I don't follow football. You missed this about three or four weeks ago when Ben, were, ben and I were doing the podcast. And I guess it was during the playoffs and the yeah. Ravens were <laughs> in. And, and, and him and I started recapping it. And about 20 seconds in, we just like, looked we at each other. We are not the people like, for that. What are we doing? This, this, uh, we're the wrong two people to be talking Should've about. Should have had me there. Should've, Should've had Should've, you. Should've, could've. She was probably at the beach again. Yeah, probably <laughs> at the beach again, Jill. Yeah, <laughs> Back at the so, how many people came to your party? Just, it was just the four of us. We were very. It's a very selective crew. Very nice, very nice. And it was very nice. And um, everything at my party was gluten free. My my girlfriend Kelly is gluten free, so I work really hard to make sure that when she comes to my house, she can have everything. So I walk up and down the candy aisle, and every candy that says gluten free, I just buy it. And <laughs> did you do anything, Ben? I went to a combined Lunar New Year's Super Bowl party, also with many people who have weird food things. Mm -hmm. Not that they're weird, but they're weird. Um, Use the word different. Different different. different food things. One gluten-free, a lot of vegetarians. Um, And, of course, we're all observant Jews, so all kosher. So it wasn't hard, though, to, to do. I made lox rangoon. Yeah, wow. that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was really good. What um, is it? What What is it? So apparently there's a thing called crab rangoon, which of course I know nothing about because I don't know from that. <laughs> um, but I, you know how like the algorithm suggests things to you? Um, and you that is scrolling. so scary. It's if, very if scary, but also sometimes beneficial. In this case, for example, uh, it recommended to me a, a Jewish food blog, a kosher food blog, and I happened to be reading it and I saw this recipe for lox rangoon. I was like... What is that? I think it sounds great. And I looked at it as like, oh, that sounds fun and looks delicious and also super easy because I am very lazy and I don't like to. Well, it turns out actually it was easy, but it wasn't. It took a long time to make the the filling, which was just cream cheese, chives. I think there was some sugar in there and diced up locks. Um, and oh, and it's like a dash, a dash of garlic powder. Mixed that all up. The the annoying part was making the little, I guess the the rangoon, which is really like a folded wonton. wonton. Yeah, like you fold it in like a certain way and then you fry it. And it's just like eating a fried bagel. And like, who doesn't like that? It sounds amazing. It was really good. <laughs> Strongly recommend. Yes, amazing. Well, and then what do you do for the new year? Is there something new that year? Oh, so, pops off? Yeah. Like, do you wait well, till this midnight? This is the year of the dragon. This is the year of the and dragon. And is that a right? big thing because dragons are so symbolic in Chinese culture? Okay, so first of all, Jill, <laughs> Lunar New Year is across all of Asia. Okay. <laughs> Um, so different True. countries in Asia have different traditions when it comes to the Lunar New Year. That's why, you know, people just say to each other, Happy New Year, and not Chinese New Year, Korean New Year, Japanese, whatever. Um, because it's only Islam, actually, that follows a, a, a true lunar calendar. Even this Lunar New Year is still based somewhat off of the sun. Um, so we call that Luni Solar, <laughs> Luni Solar calendar. Judaism, actually, also the Jewish calendar is a solely lunar calendar. I'm learning. Solar. I'm solar. learning so I am much too, tonight. I only associate it with when I go into a Chinese restaurant and on the menu, you see what your birth year. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a big part of their culture. Um, there's lots of different traditions uh, concerning it. So 
Um, you know, there was uh, you know, Asian people at the party, and so it was nice. Um, there wasn't really like a like, you know, some of the tradition is really food. A lot of their traditions are food based. Is there then, a countdown at midnight? No. Okay. No, no countdown. It's traditional to give young children money <laughs> on Lunar New Year. Um, but, uh, you know, these are different practices from Rosh Hashanah. Um, but, you know, it's very festive, very nice. And, um, you know, it was funny because the color for the Lunar New Year is, is red, mm-hmm. you know, and all of the Super Bowl teams also were red this year, um, which was kind of funny. Um, and I watched the second part of the game, like the very end of the that game. That was actually. the best Just part. Just the fourth quarter I watched. Everything else, I was playing a game upstairs called Kiru versus Orthodoxy, which is like a Jewish version of Cards Against Humanity, which <laughs> I've never played. It's actually really, really funny. Um, maybe we'll play around here one okay. time for Abdel Happy Hour. That could be, that fun, could be fun if you bring it in. And uh, it's in my car, literally. All oh, that's the time. great. Huh? Let's do it next. Saturday. Go out now and grab right. it. We've got a couple minutes. So, I mean, so yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow's the Daytona 500, which yes. I don't know anything you, about. Yeah, how do you root for that? Like, do you I, pick I a car know. you like, or like, is it a person? Like, what? So what I is will, the Daytona 500. <laughs> I will share this with you, and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate on Twitter or X, whatever it's called. But I went through a phase, and I feel like it was probably in the early 2000s, and no joke, I was really into NASCAR. Hmm. How so old were you? Early to in my 20s, probably. Yeah. I somehow got into it. I think a couple of my friends or colleagues, you know what, I, I think through work, there were a couple of colleagues, shocker, uh-huh. wasn't working in a synagogue back then, but right. there were some people I know who were in it, and I started watching NASCAR, and I will argue this any day, anytime there is strategy to the race. Yeah, there is turn so left. There, there, <laughs> when do you decide to go in for a pit stop? Because when you go in for the pit stop, all of the other cars are now lapping you on the track, but you get new tires, which mean your car is going to handle better. You're putting a full tank of fuel into the car. So eventually, if you go in for a pit stop earlier than other guys, you can stay out on the track. Other guys and girls, I should point out. Mm-hmm. So what I used to tell people, and you would be surprised over this like four, five, six-year time when I was in, the amount of people that I then got interested in the NASCAR. And what I used to tell people is just watch the last 30 laps of the race. You know, if it's a 400-lap race, you know, lap five. 400-lap race? It, you're you're going to be bored um, at the beginning of the race. But I'm if, already it, bored. But if, uh, tomorrow, <laughs> for anyone that's in front of their TV, and I don't even know what network put, puts on the race anymore, look at the race when it has about 20, 25 laps left, the commentators will will explain everything. There is a little bit of... Ben has this look. He's... I wish we had Skeptical. the camera going. He's just... I think it's a look of... It reminds me of the look of, I see from my mom. All, it's disappoint, <laughs> dis, disappointment. I'm not disappointed. Is the, is the best way. Oh, I, 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 your things. At I'll least it doesn't this, take place on Shabbat. True. That is true. They do have Saturday night races sometimes. Oh. When, not, I, not when I was a kid, I definitely had like those Matchbox cars. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I don't think I knew anything about racing. I don't. I didn't. I didn't know anything about I still don't know anything about racing. There used to be, like, those commercials, like, on TV with race car drivers. But, like, I, I couldn't tell you anything about it. Like I, I used to go through phases with different sports. I'm not really into football. I'm not really into basketball. I was, went through a college basketball oh, I hate uh, basketball. Um, uh, phase. Like, a lot. I went to the Maryland uh, game. Uh, Wednesday night. A lot. How was that? It was so much fun. They and won, I got to right? see my son at College Park, so I was very happy. Very fun. And, and I... pitchers and catchers reported on Wednesday also, which How are we looking, a... Jill? Oh, 
I mean, I am so excited. I, I can't even describe my excitement about baseball season this year. And you go quite a bit. I right? do. I'm, I am the biggest fan. That's some, and you have amazing seats. I've heard, never been invited to go. Uh, oh yeah, Jim, what's that all about? Seats. But uh, well, um, with the new ownership, I'm not so sure their seats are going to be secured again. So I think this year during uh, spring training, I'm going to take my son when we're in Florida. Oh, please uh, We're going to definitely. We were going to go last year. He's four now, and I was thinking about it. But the day we were going to go, the weather wasn't great. But we're definitely going to see one, if not two, because you know when you're in South Florida, right? It's pick in a Sarasota. Game. I mean, it's. But well, the Orioles are Sarasota, uh, right. but we're over on the East Coast. Dr- so. Drive. If you were a real fan, you would drive <laughs> to Sarasota and go to Ed Smith Stadium and watch the Orioles. It, yeah, it's Jeremy. such a family-friendly atmosphere. Have you spent more than 20 minutes with my kids? That's what I thought. So anyway, with I that being— I have. With, with that in the car? No, no. So with that being oh, said, uh, <laughs> we, will, we will check out uh, the Marlins and some other teams. But they're back and forth. All my from fellow Orioles fans listening, spam Jeremy's <laughs> email about going to see the Orioles in spring training. I didn't rule it out. My wife would actually prefer if we went over to the West Coast for a couple days while we're down there. But just so excited about baseball, about spring Thank training, you. about and, and then the excitement around the Orioles mm. this year. To, it's going to be great. I'm excited. Same. I Very have no excited. strong thoughts one way or the other. You go to a game with me this year? Uh, sounds like a lot of work, but I'll oh, consider it strongly. Okay. I'll drive. Oh, all right. Well, there he's in. Half the, half the battle, Jill. Half the <laughs> battle. <laughs> I probably watched about three minutes of the Super Bowl. I did promise my. So I'm watching this new show on Netflix. I was watching that. Oh, what are you watching? Oh, I know what you're watching. Um, Blacklist. Oh, I. Hey, don't, don't tell me. I'm no not going to tell you anything. I'm going to tell you I got bored. I, I liked it. Very much for a while, and then I got bored. So I found it off of a reel. that Shocker, I was on my phone one day just scrolling through reels and stories, and they put on, for those of you who've watched season one, episode one, how it how it starts, right? How the guy walks into the FBI headquarters and basically turns himself in. It's a James Spader, and, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I watched the two-minute, pre- and I was like, all right, this is cool. And unfortunately, and I'm already at the point, I'm in season two now, like episode two, and it's got to the point like, all right, not only is this, it's not believable, but these people <laughs> on the show can only cheat death so many times. Well, I'll tell you this. I had a, there was a-, a Don't ruin this I'm not gonna, I'm, okay. It has nothing to, to ruin it. There's a, a guy I went to high school with who was younger than I am and is an actor now and was in an episode of The Blacklist. Really? Oh. I think actually maybe a couple. Yeah. And I remember uh, having watched it, I was like, oh, well, funny how you didn't mention that. <laughs> right. That's cool. But I, I feel like yeah. I'm at the point now where it's, um, you know, they, they can only do but so many things in there. And the same thing happened to me with 24. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever watched I remember that. 24. I didn't and, care for it. And, and there are these other shows where eventually the storyline just gets old. Right. Yes. That's why I get bored with things. But Rabbi Schwartz actually recommended a show to me that's on Apple TV that I only have because I wanted to watch Tehran, which also is super good. Um, it's called Silo. Mm-hmm. If you have Apple TV. I do. Um, listen to Rabbi Schwartz's recommendation. It was such good TV. Such a good show. Did not get bored. Okay. Um, and in it's fact, very excited. Right now, only one. It's Another one is coming. It got put on hold because of the, the strike. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's coming a second season. I'm very much looking forward to it. And that man has real good taste in TV. Okay. And music and food. Add it to my list. <laughs> All uh, right. But I feel like so many of these shows, it should just be one season. Just do it real three. good. Three, one I think, se- is the magic uh, number. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything mm-hmm. longer than three, I think, is... But when you get into season 10 and 11, ex- except... Wait a minute, were we both going to say yeah, the same thing? I don't think we were because I changed my mind. 
Okay. <laughs> I was just going to throw out Seinfeld. Oh, well, mm. Seinfeld is a different category in it. Which, speaking of Seinfeld, raise your hand if you've started the new season of Curb. Oh, I cannot wait for tomorrow night, 10 o'clock. It's the only thing I will stay up for on a Sunday night at 10 (laughs) o'clock is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Now, I will say we had a little setback in my house due to a subscription (laughs) issue. So we we have made the decision. We are just going to let the episodes play out, and then we're going to go back. And I prefer to do that anyway, watch them all at one time. We do that with all of our shows. I, I don't like waiting the whole week. You know, Curb you have is a the great... only thing that we will watch. How spoiled we all are now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember, like right. commercials. <laughs> you know, I had to wait a week for a new episode. Or I, I, forget I a won't... new season. And I actually have. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. Please but don't. I will, I'm not. But I'm going to tell both of you. I'm going to write it down, and then I'll I'll hold on to it until the end. I have a prediction about what is going to happen in the final episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, I'm going to write talk it, to my mom about that. I'm, I'm going to write it down today. <laughs> I'll seal it in my office, and then when the season's over, we'll pull it out and see if my prediction was true. I'm, I'm texting my wife now that we need to just subscribe and just rip the Band-Aid off and watch it in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was so much we wanted to talk about, but— I don't know. Yeah. New week coming up. We'll yep. talk about it next week on Havdala. I Happy can't Hour. wait. We'll be back next Saturday, right? Shavuotov, everyone. Shavuotov. See you.